0: My name's Steve Ramsey, guitarist in band Satan, and you're listening yeah. to Phantasm. Phantasm.
1: Price of Phantasm Podcast I have the pleasure of speaking with Steve Ramsey of the legendary Satan. You got uh, Cruel Magic coming out September seventh on Metal Blade Records. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the record if you have a uh, time. We'll do a little track by track here. Yeah, sure. No awesome. Well, uh, before we get involved with that, uh, let's talk a little bit about the you know coming up with the record and all that and the writing process.
0: Yeah, the writing, the writing process is just uh, from the last album, so three years. It, uh, we, we As soon as we finished recording the last album, we started on this one. In fact, a couple of the tracks, uh, the opening song, In the Mouth of Eternity, that was
1: uh, a leftover from recordings from the last album. Oh, from uh, Adam was, by Adam, awesome.
0: Yeah, that was already written. It's just that uh, we d- didn't feel like it was completely finished at the time, so it didn't make... Adam by Adam, but, um, we sort of wrote for this one. Sure. So there's a couple of tracks in the B side of the singles, the same two. Um, that was a song that we had sort of almost finished. All right. But, uh, we saved for this one.
1: Awesome. Then we got, um, uh, so Into the Mouth of Eternity was, uh, already written for this, you know, from Adam by Adam, which is awesome. Um... What about uh, the actual title track, "Cruel Magic"? What is the uh, theme here for this?
0: The theme of the song, the the, the idea behind it is like uh, it's basically about voodoo. Awesome. So it pretty much describes the lyrics. Uh, it's like the idea of using blast, black magic as a tool for revenge, but uh, kind of saying like, "Beware what you wish for,"
1: because sure. once you once you start
0: off on that path, then something's going to happen.
1: It's metal, really is. Yeah, <laughs> Revengester, that's awesome. And then Revenge with Consequences, I think that's. Uh, yeah, basically, yeah. Awesome. That's really awesome. Um, Doomsday Clock.
0: Doomsday Clock. Uh, it's kind of, that's kind of like the first
1: single um, that we released since Kiss of Death, really. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's the fastest song on the album,
0: and. Uh, there's a bit the, a bit we recorded um, in the middle of the song we made, we recorded a big multi guitar version of uh, Hurl's Springer of War yeah In the mid- and then decided at the end that we weren't going to add it in uh, but I think in the boxed sets that the um, the label released there's some bits of uh, music like that that we recorded that uh, wasn't used right and you sort of get with that Awesome. Uh, it just made the song too long and it was edited out huh.
1: um,
0: the lyrics are basically about some, the story of someone uh, from the future travelling back to what present time trying to implement changes that will would save the earth because the earth's dying but it doesn't matter how many times he goes back to, to the outcome is always the same when he goes back forward in time again and right. returns to his own time yeah, the planet's still fucked. <laughs> but I like any that. one of those, yeah. It,
1: it doesn't fix it. That that's crazy. So it kind of gives you know doomsday clock a whole new meaning, whereas you know, um, you know, it's almost like a Groundhog Day kind of thing, only you know. Yeah, kind kind of,
0: yeah, yeah. That's a kind of
1: idea. But you're stuck in the bad the bad shit, so it's kind of yeah. not the Bill Murray version. Not savable, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, Hell, uh, Legion's Hellbound, which I love the the name of that. I think the title's great.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, um, we spent a lot more time on the lyrics on this album than we have in the past. Really going in the depth with some of the uh, songs. This one's um, kind of like a story of uh, D-Day. Okay. Um, Allied invasion of Normandy in
1: 1944.
0: Oh, that's fascinating. It's not yeah. a told in the present tense like it was just about to happen oh wow and it's basically about all the, the, the emotions and fears you'd experience if you are about to face something like that
1: when you're um, about to storm the beach and you can see all the you know barrage of bullets and all that crazy stuff and the barricades yeah, you know
0: and the, the fact that um, the vast majority of most of the, the soldiers on both sides were like untrained you yeah, know, recent conscripts, and uh, that's that's where you get the words uh, recklessly hellbound. Yeah, where well, they're just sort of being pushed into this horrible scenario.
1: Right, it's amazing. Um, Ophidian.
0: Ah, this one's uh, this kind of like um, it's best to look it up, the word, and find out what it
1: means. Right. But, uh, it's kind of the lyrics like the Old Testament. Okay. Uh,
0: people, you'd see this familiar familiarity with Genesis. It's
1: like a uh, snake, uh, essentially. The yeah. from the Bible. Yeah.
0: It's kind of like serpents want the revenge on man for being sentenced by God to crawl on their bellies.
1: Kind of thing for corrupting Adam and Eve. So that's, it's, uh, that's brutal. <laughs> revenge of now that's that's metal right there I love
0: it it's interesting as well if if, if uh, anyone wants to look up the wood
1: yeah it's like um, group like group of reptiles or denouncing something like that save, yeah. save them all the trouble you know yeah relating to or denoting snakes or a reptile of the group Ophidia. ah yeah pretty cool. I dig it. Um, my prophetic soul. Um, since we
0: got back together in 2011, uh, there's always been that we've been using the odd the song, has the odd quote from Shakespeare. Oh, wow. This is, this is one of them. This is from Hamlet. Yeah. When um, Prince Hamlet finds out that his uncle murdered his father he cries out oh my prophetic soul!" because he realizes that it had crossed his mind that this might happen yeah and then he put it to the back of his mind and sort of didn't think about it again and it's that kind of realization that uh, the voice within you is, is normally the one you can trust your prophetic
1: soul, right the, the one that tells you what's going to happen It's beautiful uh, death kneel for a king yeah, this
0: one. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't write any of the lyrics for this, so I'm trying to remember what it's about.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, who wrote the uh, lyrics for this one?
0: Um, We sort of passed them around amongst ourselves. I think Russ okay. uh, came up with ideas for this one. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I can't find.
1: That's all right. Uh, we can talk more about, you know, the actual yeah, song structure, it, you know.
0: Like, he was a little cool and that's thing it was mm. I will ask us
1: that one later on <laughs> yeah that's fine um the song structure wise we can talk about that you know yeah
0: um this the song uh, the riff the main the, the main riff the first riff in the song is uh what basically created the rest of the song oh okay um we tend to a lot of times when we write write songs uh, the riffs are played to basically as fast as we can play them oh yeah and this is one of those uh, <laughs> without, without it, our fingers falling over <laughs> each other but this is kind of one of those songs where the, the riffs are a little bit like that and now uh, we're quite pleased with the way it came out in the big uh, middle section of the song awesome uh, we tend to go off on these big tangents to Sometimes changing key in the, in the middle bit, right? Um, putting you know, all these big epic pieces of music into the songs, and that's one of them.
1: Awesome. Um, who, among us? who
0: among us? That's um... right. This yeah, this one's. Um... Something that we did a lot of research on when we were writing the words. Um, it's kind of it's, it's the, the true story of a, of a philosopher in the 16th century um, called Giordano Bruno, uh-huh. and he he was burned at the stake for heresy.
1: Damn. And
0: uh, it was one of those old things where uh, you know old laws and rules that. that used to apply to people right and his prime was uh, that after a lot of study and observation and hard math and stuff that the earth was not the center of the universe and neither was the sun and in, at the time it was such a controversy you know and, yeah. um, and that the universe is infinite and, and the church sort of
1: disagreed with everything he said and, and, and it didn't Recognize they—they they, they were already um, reading
0: from the rejection, Copernicus's rejection that the, the the world was geocentric. Wow! And uh, this was too much for them to understand, and uh, and they rejected his work. And most uh, he continued to go until they actually silenced it.
1: That's it's like one of the big like a big injustice in, in real life you know yeah because he's, yeah. he's
0: trying the it's basically a, one of the themes that the band started with when we first started was this kind of like injustice in life and in the world that happens
1: sure and
0: strangely enough a lot of it is down to religion as well
1: oh yeah you know I, I totally agree with you yeah 100% that's why we have metal, and we can uh,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: spread our message and relate. You know, much appreciated for that. Uh, Ghosts of Monongah. Uh,
0: this one. This one's more like home for you guys. This one's about uh, a coal mining disaster in Virginia in the early nineteen hundreds. Okay and uh, I think about 300 men were trapped underground. Yep. And uh, they had to have air pumped into the environment while we were down there, while we were waiting to be rescued, just so they could breathe. And um, scientifically,
1: oxygen and fossil fuel.
0: Right. Uh, just led to the, the whole place turning into a big fireball. And uh, apparently they, they died. Such of violent, painful death that people could hear the screams above the ground. Yeah, and the the rumors that you can s- still hear that like a ghostly version of that to this day above the ground where it
1: happened. Yeah, it's pretty eerie. Yeah. I don't, I'm not too far from there. I'd have to go and uh, check that out for you. Yeah, <laughs> see how maybe record it and send it to you. <laughs> like here it is, the. Uh- The ghosts are real. These screams, yeah. That's nuts. Um, And then the last track, Mortality.
0: Um, Yeah, this is a bit of an epic song. Um, It's about um, basically living... The the more we achieve, the faster we we react to things. We never sit down and um, stop and think about what we're doing. and It's just... Especially with the, late, the new technology, everyone's just uh, not not never stop us slowing down. The, the lives are just passing by so quick. Yeah, and um, sort of telling you that yeah, your time is up. Like slow down or die, kind of thing.
1: It's awesome. So essentially, uh, the actual title track like "Cruel Magic," when you have all these stories um, in each song. You know, I think it brings it together and gives the actual words like a whole new meaning you know when you actually you know can see that every song is a story but it all relates to the title track you know um yeah i think that's very interesting that's from all different time periods and uh parts of the world so that's that's awesome a very you know look definitely looking forward to september 7th
0: yeah it's 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 always been like a, a thing when, when, I remember when we first started the band it was like a lot of bands were writing about
1: uh, motorbikes and girls and stuff like that you know? <laughs> we yeah just, we wanted to write about but, um, things that interested
0: us in the news and history and sometimes a little bit of politics whatever you know sure and just have a have a think about uh,
1: kind of like what mankind like do right as a,
0: a do to themselves basically you sure know, that's, the bad
1: things so. yeah it's good to uh, you know have escapism and uh, you know bands that talk about their rock star lives and stuff it's fun to try to be like oh I wish I could do that and just yeah. kind of like party music but it's also nice to have real yeah you know, I mean you know, real you can, stories. You can listen
0: to the songs and sing along and that they're very melodic and they have big choruses and stuff yeah, but if you're interested then there's there's some good stories there you know good stuff to think about and to learn and
1: yeah you know, know we got our our <laughs> Thin Lizzy's and Judas Priest you know we gotta have that stuff sure. it's essential music but then when you got you know it's nice to have something very real and uh something you can relate to because it's part of history it's already happened and you can really reflect on it in music itself and you know uh really go back and think about the stuff that's already happened, you know. Yeah. So I definitely respect that about you guys uh, Bring these stories back to life in your own way and really uh, turn it into a kick-ass record, you know. So appreciate that, definitely. Now, are you uh, guys horror movie fans at all?
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah.
1: What are some of your favorites? You don't have to put them in order, but you got some good oh,
0: ones it's all the old stuff I really like all the old movies um, I think it's uh,
1: it's difficult to make something original now I mean people do pop up with something now right well, we're old school that's here right. for sure uh, like the Hammer stuff we love and you know
0: yeah all that stuff yeah that's all the good stuff I remember I say um, the, a lot of those films were uh, rated 18 yeah but I used to I used to go to a youth club uh, when I was a kid, about fourteen, and they used to play those for us on a Saturday night.
1: <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that's crazy! And I'm, I'm looking back, thinking I don't think that was very legal at the time. <laughs> <laughs> They're like whatever, yeah. this is good cinema.
0: Yeah.
1: Do you remember some of the first ones you watched?
0: Yeah, it, it'll be um, the early, the Dracula films as well. Uh, Frankenstein, you know the really old ones. Awesome, the, the old black and white films. I loved some of those Boris Karloff. And oh, of course. That kind of stuff, yeah. And then the uh, my stuff, and then after that you start again, like um, the Freddy guys and all those kind of films, yeah, great.
1: And you like uh, slashers and stuff too, like that, or you're more accustomed to the older stuff?
0: Yeah, I mean, the. the, the uh Like a lot, yeah, most of the the horror stuff that we did, we used to watch them all, you know, like, um, I liked uh, the sci-fi ones as well, like The Thing and that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, they were definitely, especially The Thing was uh, pretty intense, you know, I was pretty young the first time I saw that and I didn't know what was going on, I was like, is this real? I don't know, this is really good as far as the effects and all that stuff was pretty gross and convincing. yeah. Yeah, when it burst out of his chest on the Oh,
0: yeah. I <laughs> you look at his network, it's a little bit cheesy, but...
1: Yeah. I don't know, it still yeah. gets to me sometimes when I watch it. It's like, geez, this is a nightmare. It's hard to watch. Yeah. And of
0: course, they made the Alien films and
1: all that. I'm yeah, yeah, they're awesome. It's um, a little better the the
0: quality.
1: It had had more of a story to it other than people being trapped in antarctica you know it was a yeah. they're trapped on a ship in space you know <laughs> but they <laughs> there's a lot more progression to the characters and uh yeah. what's actually happening and you know william hurt's great and that and of course he's the the chest burst you know whenever you see that happen it's like oh shit and uh you know, Ian Holmes, great too he scared me being the android or whatever that whole that whole scene freaks me out still to this day it's just wacky but it's it's cool yeah you know? but yeah uh, do you guys have plans to tour uh, for the record coming up?
0: yeah the record's out uh, I think it's less than a month now um, at the start of October we're coming over to North America do a few shows awesome Um, we've got in the past we've tended to go and do the east coast and then do the west coast and then some of the um, territories just thrown in here and there but this time we're going to do just the whole lot one go and hopefully come back again next year and do some more shows um, right across rather than concentrating on one side and then the other and all that stuff trying to yeah, and see see if there's a progression. We we think the main thing about signing the Metal Blade Records was that uh, that we're gonna have a better um, promotional campaign in the states. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, we were, we were really happy with listenable for the couple albums that we signed to them for, but and it was a it was hard for us to leave them. But we felt like
1: especially in North America we needed a bit more of a push, you know. Yeah they definitely we definitely need it you know the more the better um yeah now did you guys play Maryland Deathfest? was that a few years ago
0: yeah yeah a couple of years ago that was great awesome yeah that's, okay. I think that's the only festival we've played in the States it was uh 2016
1: 2016 yeah
0: yeah
1: it was you and Venom that's awesome uh
0: yeah, that it was, it was strange that those guys were there at the same time. It was great. We had a couple of beers with them in the bar afterwards. Awesome. Good.
1: So. You guys have a pretty good history.
0: Yeah, we've known each other for years. Right, right back in the day when uh, Dayton got together, uh, Venom actually used our rehearsal room. Oh, that's amazing. A couple of times, and then we'd, we'd go in the room and all the amp- all the amplifiers but everything was turned up to 10. And everything was <laughs> Hell yeah. And then we just stopped them using it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can't let them do that or they're gonna blow all the equipment.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, Mantis and a man, are they're great guys and you know, I love yeah. Tony too. Uh, they're very humble people and you know, he was a and just kept giving me and my co host had a giant bottle of Jack and he was just like, Here, take come on, drink it, take it. I was like, Alright. Carrying around on and off stage, just you know, he's they're they're good they're good dudes. So that that, that probably would have been awesome to see both of you uh, together. That'd be great.
0: Yeah, it was good fun as well. Was the festival was great.
1: But we're uh, hoping to catch you here in the states, and uh, you know we'll be on the lookout for that. We'll be sharing your tour dates and uh, of course the record and all that on on Facebook and everywhere. Um, yeah. We appreciate you doing this very much. It's it's, a, it's an honor.
0: Oh, we love we love coming out on the stairs. It's a, it's, like, it's the kind of stuff we used to dream of when uh, in the eighties. You know, we would hear uh, stories that uh, we were like popular in San Francisco and stuff. Yeah, but no, we never got out, ever got off the chance to play a show or anything. and and uh, to be able to do it now is fantastic. Yeah, but
1: yeah, it's awesome, man, and you know we. Love to have you over here. That's that's awesome. Um, anything else you'd like to plug before we go?
0: Um, just yeah, please have a listen to the album. I think uh, we're, we're really proud of it, and uh, we think we're, we're we're always stepping forward with each record. You know, I know every band says that the the, the latest album is the best one, but right. we actually, we actually believe that's true. So uh, I hope the fans think so too.
1: I think they will. I think there's a lot of heart into the record, and you know, down to the lyrical aspects. Even it's just uh, a lot to offer. It's very. um, I just think it's really awesome. You know, the the whole thing. It's a total package for sure.
0: Recording it, we sort of went back to um, the way we did the first album. Right. Because uh, all the fans keep, even though we we keep releasing these new albums and they're doing well. Everyone keeps going back to court and, and saying it's a classic and all that. Awesome. So we we had us think about it, uh, especially this time, and thought, um, let's do the album like we did the first one. Yeah. So a lot of the tracks on the, the new album are just played live. Wow. They're just a one take. There's, a, there's three or four of them that were just like the first take that we did in the studio. We, we rehearsed a lot beforehand. Sure. But we spent very little time in the studio recording um we wanted them to sound like, like uh, fresh and, and like the, you know like the, the first album the the budget was so low that, that we had to to make that album that if if basically we could play a song from start to finish and it just sort of held together then that was the take for the song
1: right and you just cut it yeah we
0: went in yeah we went in with a bit of an idea like that there's a few albums out around that time uh by bands and you can hear that uh, they've gone in the studio and they, they've had no time in the studio and they've, they've just sort of poured their hearts out yeah. and recorded on and even though the pe- people find on this album as well if you listen carefully you can hear little thoughts um, and buzzes you know little mistakes and stuff that we've left in right? because how the performance came out and instead of uh, going back and uh, fixing them all up by
1: doing drop-ins and stuff we've just left it all there that's and, amazing. Yeah, as, man. As, as like that's that's exactly how we
0: perform the song, yeah. You know? And um, I think you can really hear that when you listen to the album.
1: I respect that a lot, and really, you look for that. It's nice to have just raw, a raw just metal album, and you know, it. I think a lot of times, you know, albums sound really good. There's different sounds now with you know systems and all this stuff, but um, it's nice to hear something just pure and just untouched yeah you know.
0: that's what it is you know there's no there's no dubbing or uh there's no big big guitar sound that's made into a, or a big drum sound and samples and clicky right. bass drums and all this stuff yeah it's basically just stick some mics up and perform the songs and that's how they come out and that's the that's what the guitar sound like and that's what the drum sound like you know that nothing's been um it up as it were or made the sound bigger or better or whatever It's that's what the band sounds like
1: right yeah and I you know think metal these days especially uh, it's easy to lose sight of what it really really is and you know yeah especially
0: uh, with all the new technology where you make
1: everything yeah and you drop everything in and, and turn everything up, open it loses its uh, soul a little bit sometimes Right, so I think Cruel Magic is a very important record and I've always thought and still do that Satan is a very important band you know, to this day it's, you guys haven't lost any side of it and it's really awesome so we respect you for that Thank you very much man. It's metal as fuck and you guys have always flown the flag uh, rightfully so, so thank you uh, We look forward to hearing the record hopefully seeing you in the States sometime and uh Best of luck, and uh, we'll we'll talk soon. Thank right. you very much, man. Hey, thank you. Cheers. Yes, bye bye.